still working on the number twos. <laughs> I know that might be TMI, but that's where we're at. It's real life. Microdermabrasion? Have you what heard of that? this? No, no. Okay, sharing germs. Oh, and sure. especially in like this day and age, I'm not about that life. So <laughs> this guy. She's gonna I, I love you, Boo, and I know you're gonna be like, you never drop this, but specifically watch- trash TV. Exactly. Yeah, like the Bravo. Like yeah. hit me with the Bravo. Like this, like the audience will come to learn. I am a huge nerd. I mean, <laughs> we do it for the gram all the time. Hey, Jay. Hey, Chris. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Another Tuesday, another podcast. Yes, we've made it. We're doing it. We're here. I feel like I haven't really talked to you in a while, actually. You haven't. We had that one. We had a week hiatus because you didn't record with me last week. Your husband I did. Know. So. I know. You guys killed it, though. So that was fun to listen to. It was pretty good pod. Yeah. But we definitely missed the Kristen part of Chris. Thanks. Even though you guys totally talked about doing a pod without me, and I was like, don't even think about it. There are no spinoffs. I I forgot to tell Brian I signed an NDA, so. And (laughs) and then a non-compete, too. (laughs) We had it all lined up. (laughs) So how have you been, though? What's new? I'm good. So, I mean, I guess I can... I try not to jump too far into my hot and cold. Um, nothing really. I feel like I haven't been super busy. I feel like I haven't had like a whole lot to do. Time's kind of slowed down. We're getting closer to daylight savings time. So I feel like mm-hmm. that always just like lines right up and then people get into like full hibernation holiday mode. Yeah. And I feel like I'm really gearing up for that. <laughs> like, yeah. Me too. I've already like, been stuck in the house, but I want to be stuck in the house more. Yes. Uh, well, you can't say that you haven't done anything because I'm looking at your backdrop right now and you've totally oh, redone yeah. your office. Okay, yeah. I was not thinking since we've talked. But yes, office space is redone. Uh, you know, ignore the clutter on this side <laughs> if we show this clip. Uh, but no, all the Funkos are up and they look almighty wonderful in all their glory. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I even got a special one out. Uh, the pop sockets. <laughs> the pop sockets, yes. That's uh. What's his name? I forgot his name. How did I forget his name? Clear, clearly, it's not that important. I can't believe I forgot his name. He's offended. It's, oh, my gosh. Jeff Goldblum. There it is. That's I Jeff don't even Goldblum. know who that is. You don't know who Jeff Goldblum is? No. Should I Google um, real quick? Yes. And you're going to okay. be like, oh, that guy? I yeah, know I probably that guy. How does someone not know Jeff? That was weird. <laughs> Wasn't that weird? That was Bruno Mars. I was actually listening to him earlier today when I was working, so he popped up. But I know Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, we were waiting. The whole audience was waiting for you to go, oh, I know who Jeff Goldblum is. Well, I was well, delayed because of Bruno, you know, oh, and then I had sense. that in my head. So that's Jeff Goldblum stretched out with a tourniquet on his leg from Jurassic Park, one of my favorite Funko Pops. Oh, my gosh. It's It, I, it took me almost a year to find him. And then I told it to me. I told Jay the only way I was going to get into a Funko Pop collection is if he could show me one that was like really good that represented me. Yep, and so it's going to happen. Me Brian, and Brian, me and Brian are on the case. Yeah, I straight up asked Brian the other night. I'm like, "What would it be, Brian? Huh? Huh? What would you say?" <laughs> you pull the <a> spot, <laughs> and he said, "He said uh, Khaleesi from Game of Thrones. I would just be the mother of dragons." There you go. And I wasn't Actually, mad at it. We'll do that. And then you'll have a dragon. Oh, look at you. You know, I'm prepared for these things. <laughs> yeah, so you did a lot of work in your office. I think it looks great. Thank you. Uh, got to get a couple more shelves up. I've got some artwork coming. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm interested in having this thing look legit. Yeah, awesome. 
Well, yeah. I guess like before we dive into hot and cold, my like updates this week are hmm, we're getting our backsplash done this weekend, and I'm really excited about it. Oh, and your guys's bathroom? Um, we're doing it in the kitchen. So you know oh. when we remodeled the kitchen, we actually yeah. bought all the tile. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of just wanted our contractor off the job. And so we held on to yeah. all of it and we're like, we just need to wrap this. And so we always thought like, well, Brian could do it or we could hire somebody later to do it. Um, and we're actually using one of the, um, labor men that worked for our contractor. Like he's now his nice. own business and like focuses on tile. So we're kind of excited. So he everybody's getting away from the contractor. Basically. I mean, <laughs> I guess it was a sign, <laughs> right. but um, yeah, no. So he's coming tomorrow. It's probably going to be like a two or three day project, but I'm really pumped. That's going to be awesome. Not yeah. that your kitchen already doesn't look great, but this is going to probably just like put it over the top. I'm super excited. We're doing like, I'm going to do like a light gray grout with like a little sheen, like add a little glitter to spice Ooh. it up. I'll have to, I'll have to share pics. No uh, one can tell you know, the trick side about this. I know. I, I was going to say, it's one of those things where when you're taking the time to do like house stuff, mm-hmm. every little detail in my opinion, or at least to me, like really counts. Like Brian was like, we'll just like have him pick up grout. I'm like, well, what color grout? Yeah. And he's probably like, just I'm, like uh, grout. <laughs> yeah. He's like, do you want white or gray? I'm like, well, there's different shades of each. Like, what mm-hmm. are we, what are we going to have him do? So uh, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. I guess the awesome. like, Yeah. And then I, my, another update is we've been kind of like quarantining Mm -hmm. because, um, well, I guess not like really, we don't have to quarantine, but, um, we were notified like two people that we had been exposed to could have potentially had like COVID. And since then tests have come back to say they're both negative, which that's a big relief. Yeah. But like in the meantime, we were kind of like on edge and Uh we had called our physician because Joelle goes to daycare and like wanted to know like if we should be quarantining and like keeping her at home. And they said no, just because of the nature of like how we were subjected and how long. Um, But anyways, I just felt like that was a stress. And obviously I don't want the people in our lives who were like getting tested for it to have it either. So um, ended up being good in that way. But I guess those would be like- Yeah, those are my big updates this week, I guess. Not a hot and cold, just an update. Yeah, yeah. We got to get the preliminary stuff out there, y'all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So do you want to kick us off with hot and colds this week? Oh, I can't. I mean, obviously you've been missing. Okay, so you saw me. My hot is about to be what you saw me looking like the other night. (laughs) Go ahead, Tom. Go ahead, Tom. (laughs) I am so into microneedling. She's obsessed. Guys, this is different than microdermabrasion. It's different than microblading. And I'm not talking about the filling your eyebrows. Like there's a microblading where they like take off the like first layer of your skin and make it baby smooth and I'll get all those baby hairs away. This is like an at-home treatment with little needles that you roll all over your face and you basically create like little abrasions to stimulate collagen growth and get rid of all those little Then you look like Helter Skelter with all those needles in your face. No, yes. I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> no, but you saw me. My face was pretty red after. It was, yeah, it was pretty darn red. You thought it was just from me. Oh, being at the beach. Well, I guess Brian yeah, probably I thought, talked yeah, I about thought that. She was, yeah, I thought she was sunburnt, guys. Yeah. And she was like, nope. And then, you know, her eyes widened and was like, micro, you know. I almost yeah. said microdermabrasion. Microblading <laughs> or 
needling who knows needling you're like one of those things but yeah. i have to highly recommend it i actually went to target one night by myself babyless and i treated myself to like some mm. of the night things in like the cosmetics department and this was like 15 bucks like it was not crazy and i'm like okay i could use it every other night and just like make it a part of my you know treat and and then like hydrate after that's key guys if you're going to do this you got to hydrate after <laughs> but um, yeah. And actually since then I've gotten like three or four different people into it and they really like it probably huh. four or five. So anywho, take that Jay. So now you're going to have to like think about the process and how terrible it is in your own experience and then create one that's way better and then sell it. Uh, yeah, sure. Yep. Exactly. That's exactly you need like a special ergonomic grip or something. Right. Mm-hmm. A replacement head, a little deeper of a needle. You yeah, know? Exactly. You're already really- halfway there. Really puncture that skin. <laughs> and then sell it Target for fifteen fifty, And then someone would be like, this was 50 cents more, but man, does it look way better and make my look skin look better? Look at all these better? added benefits. Exactly. Taking over the world one, one swipe of the micro needle at a time. I highly recommend too this Vichy serum that I use after it. I know you the really what care, Jay. <laughs> it's called a Vichy serum. It's actually from Vichy France. Said, I was about to say, I thought you said fishy. And I was like, <laughs> just stay away from it. It's probably not. <laughs> Probably the smell is the worst part. No, it's Vichy France. It's like from the volcanoes and waters of Vichy. And it massively hydrates. And I kind of like have dry skin. So it's Mm. really nice. As I'm like feeling my skin. Do you like how it's doing like? (laughs) Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, So that would be my hot. My cold is, I've had some serious mom guilt this week. Um, Yeah, I know. I hate when I do this to myself, but... Like my work days are so constant. Like mm-hmm. I cannot even tell you how back to back they are. Like I start a day at 8.30 with a meeting and then I'm constantly in phone calls or scheduled meetings until like 5.30. And then I go pick up Joel from daycare and then do the nighttime thing. And I just have been feeling like I'm not getting enough time with her. Like right. she has been wanting to sleep in in the mornings and who's going to wake up a sleeping child? Not at all. Right. So Although I did that today. <laughs> well, right. And like at some point you have to. So like I'll go mm-hmm. up by like 8.15 and I'll be like, you know, Joelle, like it's time to wake up and we'll get changed and ready for daycare. But then she's at daycare by nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then, so that gives me what, like 45 minutes max of an hour. Yeah. Yeah, Depending on the day. And then by the time I pick her up and we're home, it's like 545. Sometimes like I would say mostly 545. We pick her up around 530. And then I have like two hours before she's like taking her like nighttime snack and going to bed. Mm -hmm. And then everyone's setting the wine down and everything else at the same time. Right. And like the time that you're getting for those last two hours or like her, like really like drained from a full day of like fun at school. And then, you know, she's kind of just wanting to eat dinner and like chill on the couch. So I'm not like getting that interaction. I don't know. I don't know how to like really verbalize it other than I just feel guilty and I'm totally putting it on myself, but it's just how I feel and I can't help it. And it doesn't help when I know she's like the last kid in her daycare when I'm picking her up Mm. and they close at six, which is like a good time. Like I've never been close to six, but I'm like, come on people like five 30. I feel like that's still like, not like super late. Like I remember my mom was literally picking me up sometimes right at six from work, but I don't know. It just like the same way. 
it just salts the wound a little bit. Like I'm already feeling bad about it. And then she's the last kid. And then I really feel bad about it. Well, she hasn't been acting differently towards you, has she? No, 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 no. Yeah, I feel like that. If that was happening along with this, I'd be like, yeah, you got, something's got to give somewhere yeah. for yeah. like a few extra minutes. But oh, if she's not treating you Jay, any different then. At that point, it wouldn't even be mom guilt. Like you can find me in the corner crying. Like I oh, would I'm not. sure you probably think you're the worst parent alive. Yeah, I would not. Yeah, it's really hard. And I think we all do this, whether you're a mom or a dad, like you struggle to balance like the work and personal and it always mm-hmm. ends flows it's never going to be a 50 50 balance like you yeah. can't it's just impossible uh, but at the same time sometimes you realize like what you're craving more and even today i was super direct with people i was working with and i'm like it was five o'clock and i had goals of being there at 4 30 and i was still taking calls at like 5 10 and i was like you know what guys i gotta go get my daughter from daycare like i gotta go yeah and people can think what they want for a woman saying that, I don't care. But like, if you're not going to think any different of my husband saying it on a work call, then you can't think any different of me. Like mm. I care just as equally. She you don't know? need no man. I'm right. <laughs> right. No, I don't know. So I guess that's been my struggle. I it's, it's definitely a cold this week for me. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I'm sorry that that's the, the shtick. Um, I guess my hot, or I'll start my cold. My cold for the week would be just stuff with stuff with work. So I'm not busy with work, not overwhelmed with work. Um, but I've talked to you about how I've started my um, uh, working with this group called Talent Magnet Institute, mm-hmm. going through like, you know, proper ways to people retain and all these good things that, you know, I'm passionate about now in my, this part of my life. And uh, I finally got partnered up with a coach, which is a bit of a hot um, since last we spoke, she's awesome. Her name's Erin. Um, she's got three boys. Haven't told her about the pod yet, but she was already like, but you need to, hey, you know, I'm interested about like, you're just an interesting person. I'm like, Psh, you have no idea. Aaron. <laughs> Tune in every week, Tuesday, 7am new episode. But <laughs> aside from that, we were talking and she was like, you know, what are some of your like personal goals or, you know, anything that you want to work on for yourself outside of like the job? Cause I'm very much like, how can I take what I'm doing and like, raise it to the next level, you know, how can you help enhance already what I've got? And, you know, I'm also looking for what I don't know. Um, and she's like, you know, from a leadership perspective, what it is? And I was like, I need to, I really have to battle this perfection thing. And that was my battle with work this week. Uh, my boss gave me a call, shouted me out on our huddle too, about rolling out, you know, some virtual activity stuff. And it was something that needed to happen, but my perfection and wanting it to be a certain way and to be purposeful and not just like, here's the shiny dangly thing that I have to keep up with, you know, every two weeks or whatever. I mean, it's low hanging fruit stuff, mm-hmm. you know, a few posts on our intranet a week, um, you know, starting up some revolving door stuff like a book club throughout the company and things like that. Like those things do take work to set up, but me just knowing it's me and putting it together. Like I tend to squat on things when I want it to be a certain way. And it caught up with me this week. And I was just like, man, you know, I told him, I was like, I even told him, I was like, I literally talked to my coach about this and I was like, you're about, one coaching session too far ahead because we're trying to battle this thing out. And you're like, I really need you to do this. And I'm like, I get it. And I was like, part of me is also like, I don't want to do it because I don't think people are asking for it. That's my other thing. Mm-hmm. So having that battle between like what I think is best slash, you know, do I even care? Like, should I just do it and then it'd be done? It's a weird place for me to be just because I have a high level of care about what I do. So yeah, that's my cold this week. 
But I also sent you what I thought was a super, because you had shared this with me, mm-hmm. and I thought I shared like a sur- super Oh, she totally quote. did. Hold up. I got I to gotta hit y'all with this. I got to hit that. This could be like part one of my hot. <laughs> uh, so, you know, in the doldrums of all this, I did uh, some photos for the little Baldini clan. Yes, they're uh, perfect. And yeah, they're perfect. Again, the perfectionist <laughs> in me is just like, oh, this is terrible. Oh, this is ridiculous. Sat on it for like a week extra than I needed to. Because I was like, this just isn't the way I wanted this to turn out. It's not how I visualized it in my head. So funny because guys, they're wow. excellent. Yeah. And I get in my own way. Like I do. I just get in my own way. Um, and Krista was like, you know, by the way, paying more attention to your edits on photos. Love it. You know, this color is amplified. There's almost a glow around us. You know, it's clearly unique to your style. Just want, wanted to let you know. And, you know, we sent a couple gifts back and forth, given that hoorah, that, you know, that love, that camaraderie between yeah. Jay and Chris. No, they were so good, and, Jay. And then she sent me, you know, this little quote that said, perfection is temporary, change is constant. Thought of you uh, when I heard this quote this morning, and I was like, man, that is the yeah. truth. That yeah. is the truth. So I'm trying to battle those. Not I wouldn't even call them demons. You know, I live in a mansion, and there's a light bulb out. Like, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. the situation right now, y'all. Like, there are worse problems I could have. I mean, you know, when I'm they at. say, like, the, the stereotypical interview answer of, like, what's your weakness? I'm a perfectionist. It's like, that's mm-hmm. definitely a light problem yeah. to have. We, we will have a podcast episode about it. Mm-hmm. We but should. my hot is that, you know, for all my nerds out there, um, season two of The Mandalorian is on Disney+. Plus. I actually <laughs> watched the episode just before uh, our recording here, and I am on a intergalactic high. Um, <laughs> if, if we do share any clips, you know, I'm just referencing stuff. Behind me, I've got two Mandalorians right there, and a little baby Yoda carved out on wood. You know, I'm, I'm here for it, y'all. So if you I feel a little so galactic long. energy from Jay today, that's why. <laughs> Oh, it's it's interstellar, y'all. Anyway, <laughs> enough with the puns, but I'm I'm excited. I've waited like I feel like I waited almost yeah, waited pretty much a year almost. It feels like a year with COVID mm-hmm. and stuff for this new season to come. So um Disney Plus drops a new episode weekly, so I don't get to binge anything. Mm-hmm. Uh which is also part of the high because like no one does that anymore, really. It's like here's the whole season. I finished it in like eighteen hours unhealthily. Yeah. So, right. Yeah, it kind of keeps you pacing like with your other like life commitments too for sure for sure so i've got something to look forward to every friday for like the next seven weeks nice that's good i'll make sure i'll always know that you're happy on fridays (laughs) for sure um so i guess before we dive into the topic let's just say um what are you sipping on today i am sipping on some bargs red cream soda Ooh, bottled today plastic bottle usually i've never I've never had that either. Really? Yeah. I feel like this is like the one anyone would find. Like it's not a special cream soda. They yeah. make Barg's root beer and then they have Barg's red cream soda. So I've had the root beer, just never the cream soda mm. brand of that. But I've had cream soda now, thanks to you. You have. Yeah. Um, I am drinking a Diet Coke with vanilla in my Braves cup. Woo-woo. Um, I was contemplating having like a bevy, but I don't know with all like the stuff and like weather change around us. Like I've kind of been feeling like I'm fighting a cold and like Joelle's like super snotty right now. So I'm like, you know what? I can't be drinking and risking dropping the immune system. Like we got to keep this fully running, you know, hundred percent. So perfect beverages to pair with the topics today, but, um, we're talking me time, Jay. Mm Mm-hmm. 
You and me time. You can't spell time without, without me. me. Can't do it. Just won't Boom. work, y'all. Boom. Um, so we're talking about how we make me time for ourselves, um, especially like just post-marriage, post-baby. Obviously, life looks very different with both of those, um, you know, steps in life that that take place. So it ain't easy, but it's definitely important. So let's sip on it. Let's do it. Cool. So, Jay, what did you do for yourself pre-marriage and baby? Like, how did you make time for you? Oh, gosh, y'all. So my, and this is going to sound like such a canned little answer, but my escape is in movies. Like, it really is. Like, y'all know that that's my favorite thing. You know, I have that top 60 list and it exists for a reason because any of my spare moments, it wasn't watching a favorite show. It wasn't doing this. It was like, I have like my core 10 movies that I will go to and just watch at any point in time. Like maybe in the last month and a half, Courtney can tell you that I've watched Lord of the Rings, the same one, probably about four or five times. And it just gets me, it just gets me pumped. I just, you know, I can go charge into job interview after watching that. Uh, And (laughs) it just sounds so silly, but that was a lot of my escape. I think some of that's tied to, you know, just special time that I have with my grandmother because a lot of time that we spent together that was bonding time was around movies. So that's something that, you know, I still like to do. Um, And what used to be my spare time with her, now it's just my spare time to myself. Um, But yeah, that's something that's been consistent pre-marriage, pre-babies to now is the movie piece back when we could actually go places, hashtag COVID. I was going to the movie theater, you know, sometimes once a week. Yeah, you had Um, that pass. Oh yeah. And even before movie pass, I bled out a lot of money going to the movie theater. (laughs) Um, people, people knew me there, which is not a proud thing to have, but (laughs) you know, I had no problem going to the movies by myself because you know, who goes to movies to hang out with people? You go to watch the movie. Right. So, you know, I've never been one of those people. Courtney, anytime we wanted a date to a movie theater, she was like, you pay more attention to the movie than me. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) We paid 40 bucks to be here. Exactly. We go, (laughs) I'm going to enjoy every minute of this movie, every word in the end credits. You know it. (laughs) I'm going to sit here 10 minutes after lights come on just because I can't. That's so funny. So yeah, that's, that's my big, my big escape in me time. And then outside of that, um, I would say that I also like to just go on drives. Um, I feel like a lot of people can level with that. A lot of people have probably done it, but I probably take it to the max. I have just like these certain places that I like to drive and go to again, because I only saw them in like fractions of time when I was with family or we were driving somewhere. So now that I can actually just go there myself you know, as little kids, we see things that we've passed forever. And it's like, huh, I've never actually been over there. I'm an adult now. I could drive over there. Sure enough, I just do. So um, one of my favorite places to drive and not like hang out, but like um, loop around this, I guess this would be the eastern side, western side of 275. So cutting through Harrison, Ohio to like Indiana and going around the river and driving Riverside is one of my favorite drives. Yeah. Nice. I love driving. And I've used it as almost like an escape, like when I had kid, like a what, a child, like it was nice to just get in the silence of my car and then put on my own like music that I used mm-hmm. to listen to instead of, you know, kids bop. <laughs> um, but I totally relate to that. Yeah. Pre like marriage and baby when it was literally just me that I right. had to worry about. I loved like a very lazy weekend. Mm-hmm. And I still like that. It just looks a little different. Um, but I used to love when I'm, I'm honestly, my personality is somebody that like goes and goes and goes until I just hit a wall. 
And so, um, and that's kind of what I would do. Like I would just go and I would do what I was doing. And then, you know, all of a sudden like a Saturday would come and I, you know, just, I wait, I mean the days Jay of just like leisurely waking up at like 10 AM right? scrolling social in your bed until 1130, mm-hmm. you know, like rolling out casually staying in your PJs until two. And then like moving to the couch and, you know, making yourself like a really deluxe brunch and like watching some Netflix and like binge, you know, binge watching and like just chilling there until five and then thinking, oh, should I do something tonight? Mm -hmm. And then maybe maybe calling a friend, (laughs) right. Or like calling a friend and being like, hey, what are you doing? You want to do something tonight? Want to come over? We'll just hang at the house. Like that was very much my me time and it would just rejuvenate me, Mm -hmm. honestly. And still does when I get a chance to do that. I mean, I, I, and you know this, but I like watching my shows. Yep, you do. And so you love your trash TV. That's how I kind of like zen out, you know. I will say, and I'm gonna, not going to go off on a tangent here. Yeah. I tried to find anything Bravo related in the Funko Pop world because it's pop culture. It's Funko Pop right. culture, and uh, you know, it's very little out there. No Real Housewives. Really? No, I'm going to keep searching. What about like uh, Vanderpump? I like Stassi Schroeder a lot. I don't even know what Vanderpump is, but I'm going to look for it now. So just know <laughs> that, that the trash TV will exist in your life and Funko Pop form I, at some point. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, don't make it a thing though, because it's not going to be a thing. But there you go. <laughs> uh, so that's how I used to spend my me time. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of the things now that I would consider me time, I didn't consider me time then. No, not at all. Not at all. It's completely different. Yeah. Yeah. So what does, how has that evolved, I guess, then with, let's start with marriage. Like how did Mm -hmm. me time evolve after marriage? (sighs) Well, there's always someone there, right? (laughs) (laughs) Courtney is not a big movie person. Thankfully she uh, will take her time where she can get it. Um, And, you know, has (laughs) pretty much, she's just come along for the ride for watching some things with me, but there are certain things I cut on and she's just like, I'm not entertaining you today. You've watched this at least six times in the last, few months i'm not gonna sit here watch this with you or she'll fall asleep trying to watch a movie with me but um what it really looks like for the both of us is i think i want to say that it's usually spent just when we're out out of the house in the car it sounds really lame but our me time is when we travel uh that's usually when most of our conversations happen or we're listening to something that we both want to listen to hashtag hamilton playlist or hashtag hamilton album yeah, um, it's a good one. But yeah, anytime that we can, like, especially that drive to her parents, um, usually we can either, you know, just spend that time in somewhat utter silence or talking about things we want to talk about, or she'll read her book and I'll just sit there and enjoy her company next to me. Again, this is all the love language stuff, y'all, coming back yeah. to this. But um, that's where we spend most of our, our me time, uh, and at least did when we were younger. Um, outside of that, we spent a lot of time in the Kroger parking lot by NKU, just sitting there in the car talking most nights because she lived in, uh, campus housing right there and I did not. So, um, that maybe 30 minutes or 40 minutes during a couple weeknights that we could see each other, um, outside of like events and things like that, or me working when she was still doing school. Um, you know, that, that was about it. You know, she'd run outside and sit in the car, catch up. Um, and then she'd be back going to do her schoolwork and stuff. And then I'm making the drive back home. So yeah, um, we've made the most of those little moments, I think, in the majority of our relationship. But since being married, it really hasn't changed. That's usually where we find our moments. 
Yeah, I, yeah, it's fair. I would say it didn't necessarily change with marriage, probably more just the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah Brian, it, he came along for the ride, honestly. Like, he's really good with a lazy day, except Brian gets, like, a little anxious after it's been, like, too long of being lazy. So does Courtney. He'll be like, okay, like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. we got to do something today. So he would usually, like, be like, you chill. I'm going to go take care of the yard. Or, like, I'm going to, you know, run an errand that I've been wanting to run. And it was just very leisurely in that way. Like, it didn't take a lot of planning or coordination. It just kind of happened because right. it was just the two of us and we're both adults and we're capable of taking care of ourselves. Um But we would watch, you know, our shows together, which I thought, and we still do that. Like, it's kind of like our thing. Brian calls it Netflix cheating. Like if you start a show with somebody, don't go cheating on them. Like you got to. That's happened to me way too many times. Yeah. Not fair. Brian doesn't like it. He gets very peeved about it. So, (laughs) and then we would go to like little like random like dinners on a weeknight, like whether it was Chipotle Mm -hmm. or like just ordering something in and kind of like eating around the table or in the living room and just kind of like chit chatting so it just kind of looked different. It just depended, you know, on, mm-hmm. on what was going on. A lot of what we do um, ever since getting married too is working out together. Um, so for us, like that's a real like bonding thing and we enjoy it. Brian always jokes like a couple that works out together stays together. <laughs> and it was more of like a motivation for each other. Like for if sure. one person's doing it, the other person feels yeah, you a little get that more accountability partner, right? Right. So you know, we still try to do that. It, now we kind of like have to divide and conquer sometimes, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would say that's always been fun for us too. Definitely. Ooh, I was going to say this before we transition to since kids came onto the scene, um, lots of little spontaneous trips. Not that we had to go to like mm-hmm. St. Louis or something like that, but just any little short getaway yeah. um, was something that she, she definitely appreciated as far as the, the me time that became more us time. Yeah. Um, she was a huge fan of those. Those are fun. And it, it yeah, the spontaneity of it too is mm-hmm. kind of nice. Yeah. So obviously like that changes, right? When kids come on the scene. <laughs> yeah. Which I wanted to know because I was like, ain't no spontaneous right now. <laughs> yeah. I would say uh, uh, the shift that I felt the most with me time is once kids came. And I don't know how you're feeling. I know mm-hmm. it's still like quote unquote relatively new, but really not as new. Like you're no, we're almost you're, half, we're half a year in. <laughs> yeah. You're settling into this role. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think, you know, for us, it was a lot more of not time necessarily together, but giving that person the time that they needed while the other person covered Mm -hmm. and you don't get as much of the me time as you're probably looking for. Um, You know, like I used to say, and I have like something that I want to read too, because I think it's super powerful, but I used to joke like a shower was me time. And I read something actually like just two days ago from an account I follow on Instagram And I thought it was so powerful, but it says, can we please stop trivializing what self-care is to moms? Taking a shower is not self-care. Brushing our teeth is not self-care. Getting the bare minimum in terms of sleep is not self-care. We are stretched so thin that basic human necessities are being interpreted as self-care. This is not okay. Showers may be hard to come by, but don't make me feel like I indulged because I rinsed my hair while the kids were asleep. That's deep. And I was like, you know what? She's right. She's right. Like I shouldn't, like I shouldn't be feeling like that's self-care. Yeah. It's bottom line. Yeah. You know, like, do you feel like showering self-care? No, 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 no. Right. I mean, I guess it's technically 
care of myself. But no, I'm just Brian kidding. doesn't like equate it to self care. I no, think for some reason, like moms do that, and mm-hmm. we do it to ourselves. It's not like you know our spouses are putting that, that yeah. on us necessarily. Um, but yeah, so self care changed. It looked different. Like I used mm-hmm. to think that showering was self care, and you know, as Joelle got like a little more settled into a routine and, you know, I got used to the mom thing. I started to realize that I needed more, you know, I needed to be able to like, I love who I am now with Mm -hmm. her and she has changed me much for the better. Like I just see life in a completely different way and my priorities are the same, but just have shifted. And I feel even stronger in who I am and, and what I want and, you know, for her and all of that is super powerful. But at the same time, I was kind of cool before I had kids, you know, Mm -hmm. like I, I liked who I was then too. Right. So like, how do I find, how do I find that woman again? And like, you know, let her kind of shine through in certain times. And so, um, one of the things now that I'm committed to is I play tennis every Sunday. I was doing that before Joelle, but it gets much harder to do that obviously on the weekends, but I've committed to it. So unless we're traveling, I'm there. Um, so that's been really nice. And it's like an outing for me. Like nobody Mm -hmm. else is there. It's just me. I'm exercising. I'm with girlfriends and it's fun. Um, I would say my self-care, I still watch my shows at night. Like if Brian, he kind of knows that I need to decompress like that. I get like 45 minutes of TV a night and I'm like, I just need it. Like, let's just sit in silence, please. Mm -hmm. Like don't, um, so there's just a couple things that I do, but obviously like the micro needling self-care. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Every time I hear it now, I just think. I've started to actually really yeah. enjoy baths. I See, was never a bath person. It but was I'm funny. Into them. Yeah. Courtney's big on the baths. Like that's her, that's her escape. That's her me time. Especially mm-hmm. since we've had babies. It's like, I'm locked in there. They probably don't see her for two hours. Gotta check to see if she ain't drowned. Cause you know, <laughs> she's just in there reading a little book or something. see I like I like hook up my iPad on my little bath stand Uh that I have and I watch like a show in the bath with my bath bomb (laughs) and my little bath pillow and I'm like oh this is that's super bougie yeah it's so (laughs) and I like I like candles for myself around the bath and I just set the ambiance for myself you know um so yeah I don't know I guess like I I can't even like pinpoint how I do self-care I also make it a point to see girlfriends without Joelle around Mm-hmm. because the nature of me paying attention to my friends is much oh. better when my kid's not with me. Yeah. I think we can all attest that there's a yeah. almost more than half of our brain pointing somewhere else when that's happening. Yeah. So usually like once a month, I'll do like a girl's outing um, at minimum. Like sometimes there'll be commitments that I like I'm going to outside of that. But um, I honestly think, and I think Brian actually might've said something like this last week, but I actually think I'm better at getting me time more than Brian is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just because of like my personality though, too. Like he doesn't necessarily crave the outings as much as, right. you know, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we talked about how great of a friend he is in connecting with us. Yeah. I basically <laughs> say, it's, you just gotta... fault. Yeah, it's no fault to his own. I was just like, Hey, we're here when you need us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Brian will always say like, yeah, like I'll be like, have you talked to so-and-so? He'll be like, well, I mean, I haven't talked to them, but yeah. like, they're sure there. Okay. Yeah. They're there. And I'm like, well, do you want to reach out? He's like, they know I'm thinking about them. Right. I'm like, do they? He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, they do. Yeah, they literally <laughs> just pick things up where we need to. Here's a funny meme. Here's this yeah. thing we thought about. And then here, I'll talk to you in like another month. 
Right. Right. That's, that is Bri very much. So where I'm like, I feel the need to text and keep in touch more with my friends and Mm -hmm. just like, be like, Hey, I'm thinking about you. Like, you know, um, that's definitely not so different personalities, right? Different strokes for different folks. But what about you? Um, I will say that mine kind of falls into, I I don't know if it's so much like the self care, like the shower analogy you gave. I equate that with the mowing of the lawn. Who wants their free time in mowing the lawn? Nobody, except for me. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, I guess this counts as since being married, but we've owned a house pretty much as long as we've not had kids, but have been on that parent track. So Mm -hmm. um, there really wasn't as much time before before that when Courtney was around to deep dive into things outside the house, literally. Um, So I find most of my solace in me time, especially during the summertime and taking care of the outside of the house. Uh, specifically the grass. I am obsessed. I have an uh, electric lawnmower that's battery powered, y'all. I've got the whole set. You know, I've got the edger, I've got the blower, I've got a chainsaw, I've got it all. And they swap them batteries and we're good. And, you know, I could cut as early as six o'clock in the morning, but who does that? I can cut as late as 10 o'clock at night, done that once because I have headlights on the front of my lawnmower. It's a beautiful thing. So I get my moments there. I'll listen to podcasts. I'll listen to uh, some music that I want to listen to, get my stripes lined up the way I want to, spend about an hour on edging because, you know, I can. We're (laughs) a corner plot, so I've got to make sure it looks good for the rest of the street. You know, anybody that pulls up and turns on windswept, you know, we want to make sure that they, you know, they feel it. They feel it good. Um, so yeah, that's part of it. The other, the, my guilty pleasure, um, where you have your TV time, mine's in the gaming. So I have not been a big gamer, um, in my life, probably the last year and a half that's really picked up. Um, and Courtney's definitely given me my leeway in that, whether it's playing with friends online or, you know, just, you know, powering through a few rounds, obviously me and Brian play sometimes together. Yeah. Um, but Call of Duty, uh, Fall Guys, if any of these sound familiar to our, our listeners, you know, give us a like, give us a share. So I know that you uh, level with me, but um, the gaming piece is my guilty pleasure. Um, and I can get into it maybe a little bit more than I should. I'm a very competitive person at heart. Most people don't think so, but I get, I just, uh, I'm a sore loser in some aspects where it's just really? like, I hate to lose. It's not like I'm not going to shake your hand after a game sort of sort of loser, but it's just like, it probably gets to me more than it should. Courtney's like, oh, it's a game. You can't I would not guess yeah. that. She's like, you can't call your teammate an idiot. They can't even hear you and they're not wearing a headset. I was like, I get it. But he just walked up and thought I was somebody else and shot me. And I was like two kills away from a kill streak. And it's stupid stuff like that where she's like, it's just a game. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> but games are all built on rhythm. And when I establish a rhythm... <laughs> I get into it, man. I just really do. Like oh I've gosh. invested so much into my gaming. Not so much. I'm not going to say like I have like right. eight monitors and stuff, but like I have wraps on my controller. I've got special like joysticks that go on them. Uh, it's, it's, it's not an issue, but that's yeah. my escape for sure. Yeah. More so that the kids have been around than not. You've kind of sucked Brian into that escape, which I'm honestly okay with because he kind of does it as I watch my trashy TV. Mm-hmm. But it's like our own little like me time separate. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. then we're better when we come together because we've had time to decompress. For sure. The best thing that happened was Courtney would watch and then she eventually started playing once I got a second controller. Yeah. And, you know, that has its moments because, you know, she'll shoot me sometimes and she I'll give her that look like you're ruining my rhythm. And she's <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. That's a ride or die or, wife. Oh, yeah. Or she'll camp 
and you know camping yeah. has its advantages but also has its disadvantages so mm-hmm. love her nonetheless uh glad that she <laughs> does play it and lets me play <laughs> that's funny yeah i it's interesting i think that me time can't always be about family like i you know i was really tempted to say to you like oh well you like i'll travel and go see family and that's like some of my me time and don't get me wrong like it definitely rejuvenates me in some ways but that's not me time either no maintaining another relationship right so you know it's more of like you, you just have to make time for you and i think personally like i'm the best version of myself and i found this out the hard way mm-hmm. when i do yeah um i not to like quote us out here but so i found another one in prep for this conversation because i think like um it's a popular topic these days to say like, Oh, self-care or like treat yourself. And it's like, well, what does that really mean though? You know, like what do we really mean when we say that? And quite frankly, there's not a blanket statement. It looks different for everyone. You know, like what usually it's tied to retail therapy. (laughs) Right. Right. Like let me scroll on Amazon. Um, but I, I liked this one too. Self-care is doing the things that make you feel more like yourself. Hmm. That's spot on. Yeah. It's like very simply said, but very true, at least for me. And mm-hmm. I hope it is for our listeners too. So just no, to drive it home that. a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I mean, I guess, Jay, what's the importance to you of making time for yourself? Um, for me, the relaxation factor is number one. Um, it's got to be something that, I, and, I, and I say this somewhat accurately to somewhat not, that takes little to no brain power. I don't have to put any real effort into it or on the flip side, when I am playing my games and things like that, and I get into all strategy and like hopped up on something, trying to figure something out. Um, it, it, there's the success piece of it. And I feel relaxed succeeding at something. Although, although trivial as a video game, um, that gives me a lot, my little peace of mind, uh, so to speak. Uh, but yeah, relaxation has got to be key. In my, mm-hmm. in my importance of my me time. Sometimes the most productive thing you can do is relax. Mm. You got to. You just got to. I mean, and I'm already, a, I'm already a very chill person. So there isn't really much that frazzles me. I've had several people in my life, including my wife and a previous boss. It's like, this is making me freak out. I need to see you freak out. And I'm just like, I'm not going to. Because yeah. if I freak out, ain't nothing going to get any better. So... <laughs> control what you can control, live with the results. And I'm usually pretty even keel most of the time, but I have to take it to like another level. So the more mindless something is, the more like just true joy I can have in something, which is why I rewatch stupid movies all the time and mm-hmm. find new ones and watch really hokey ones, like the never ending story. And my wife watched that. She's like, it's like someone wrote this on drugs. I'm like, they maybe did, but <laughs> it's, it's great. It's very great. You just said the control (laughs) statement and it's so funny where my head went. I was like, yeah, control what you can control. And if you can't find a way to control it, like it's like her her grip gets tighter. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Tempt me. I'm going to find a way. That's hilarious. That's that's why you need to decompress. (laughs) Right. No, seriously. I have realized like, um, more than anything. And you guys like, this is a little tease. Um, but I, I actually uncovered this with my brother-in-law who's going to be on our pod next week. Um, and he's a psychiatrist, but he, I was asking him, I'm like, why does this bother me? Like why? And he's like, well, you know, kind of like asking me some questions and he's like, do you feel like you're somebody who needs control? And I'm like, that's rhetorical, right? Like we know, we know that I need control. Yeah, either like, you're offended by it or you're like, duh. <laughs> right. Right. And I'm like, yeah, of course I want control. But I also would, 
And I know some people are like a little deeper into that than others, but it's like, tell me one person who just wants to feel like they have no control over their life at all. Yeah. In some way, shape or form, like we, right. all, cra- we all crave it. it in right. Some, some facts. Yeah. I mean, shoot, toddlers fight for control when they're like 18 months old. That's true. That's very true. So, you know, here we are. I'm just a grown toddler. <laughs> Live with it, people. Live with it. Live with it. No, you know, my importance of um, the me time is I start to feel more fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like myself again. Usually, like, I'm like, oh, there she is. Right. She's back, you know? <laughs> um, it also, I've said decompress several times, but for me, it really is about, like, that decompression, mm-hmm. just unwinding, being, like, mindless for a second like not having to think about anyone else. I think especially since being a mom, that's a huge thing. I'm always taking on everybody else's burdens, mm-hmm. um, especially like if you're close to me. Like it's like I just take on that stress with you. Not that that's healthy, but it's who I am. Right. Um, so for me, it's like an ability to focus and and really just like not think about anything mm. and just, you know, be present in the moment with myself. No, that's solid. That is really solid. Yeah. Yeah. So um I guess let's talk about how our spouses cope with, with us time and them time Mm -hmm. and, and what that looks like. So how does Courtney cope with like you, if you ever say like, Hey, you might not say me time, but like, Hey, I, I need to spend, you know, I want to spend it at uh, hours. Um, It always kind of goes unspoken. Um, I think she's, I am a creature of habit and I hate thinking that because I see it as a weakness and someone could watch my life from the outside, exploit it. But, you know, it is what it is. She says I'm a creature of habit. She knows my tendencies. And typically she just rolls with the punches when those happen. So um, I'll go through my phases of like, you know, working really hard on something or devoting a lot of extra time to something that I know is going to, you know, help out or move the needle on something that we need to get done. And then I just have to have that, you know, like you say, mental decompression. Mm-hmm. And she almost expects it because it comes in, in waves, especially since the babies have been born um, side projects and just things I've been working on, especially through COVID and working from home more. There's been a lot of opportunity to do those things. I think she naturally sees those patterns, um, are able to, and is able to wait, uh, to ride them out. Um, the other part of it, I think is like her joining in. So my me time seems less, uh, exclusive, if mm-hmm. that's a fair way to say it, which is where she, you know, she's found interest in playing games with me and things like that. And if the game ever changes, which it has, she's like, okay, I can't do this because she, she wants something to be the exact same way every time when she finds yeah. something and the way she likes it, she wants it that way every time. So uh, no, she's been an all-star in, in that aspect of it. And she doesn't ask for much in her means of me time. I mean, it's usually like the one hour bath or, you know, chilling out there or she wants to sleep in a certain day, which are mm-hmm. things that are very easy for mm. me to accommodate. Mm, the sleep in. Yeah, because the babies are usually already down or you know, I'm encouraging them to <laughs> stay asleep. Here's another bottle. I ain't take you out of the basket. Like you guys will be fine for another 40 minutes. Um, just to, for I us told, to get that extra sleepy time. I told Brian that him and Joelle should find like a Saturday or Sunday morning activity that we can sign her up for uh-huh. as like daddy daughter time. And then you're and like, like, oh yeah, like time. I really love that idea. And I'm like, and then I can Great. sleep in. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you guys will be out of my hair right. and I will be in bed. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I, I look forward to the days where our kids will like come break down our door and crawl in the bed with us and wake us up. But at the same time, like, I'm so glad you can't move. Like yeah. and you can move, but you can't move. 
Right. So yeah, it's good. Um, I will say I, we're getting closer to that when we were on vacation. And this is like kind of a side note. We mm-hmm. were doing bedtime routine, like so reading books, saying prayers, like, mm-hmm. oh, guys, you would die if you saw it. It's the cutest thing ever. But she likes for Brian to sing You'll Be In My Heart. Mm-hmm. So he sings You'll Be In My Heart like two <laughs> or three times, like the chorus at night. And then she'll grab his hand and she'll look at him and hold his face. And she'll ask for one more time. And then she'll That's ask so for sweet. a kiss. And she knows what she's doing. But it's mm-hmm. like, how are you going to say no to that? You can't. Right, but she was so cute because she'd be laying in bed like a little grown person and she'd have her covers up to her chin. And then when he would, like, take her to the crib, she'd be in her sleep sack and she'd want to know, like, mommy's going to stay in bed even though I didn't, i tell her I would. You know what I mean? Like, it was right. just, it was really cute. So a part of me is, like, it's nice that I can kind of not have to worry, but uh, when she gets old enough to climb into bed, we're going to have some cozy Sundays for yeah, sure. Yeah, you will. Yeah, mm-hmm. we make the most of it either way. Yeah, I would say uh, Brian and I are probably a little more planned in Mm -hmm. our me time. Um, For example, like those Sunday tennis sessions, like he always kind of knows what time that's going to be. And I always like make sure he remembers. Um, I'll let him know if I like have a girl's dinner like that Mm -hmm. week. Like if we're Sunday night and we're just chilling, I'm like, hey, by the way, like remember Thursday, I'm going out to dinner with my friends. Um, But I think we operate better that way. So like everybody's different, but Mm -hmm. we... I think he appreciates the communication and then likewise, like he knows that I would want that back and like reciprocated. Like, I don't like to necessarily be surprised with me time. Now it's different if you're still in the house right, and right. you're like doing something, but like, if you're going to go somewhere, like just mm-hmm. let's plan for it a little bit. So I don't feel for sure. Derailed Thankfully, in any way. All my friends are like Brian, <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> we're either having a text message or we happen to get together at something, but usually everyone else is already there. Um, I will say Courtney has started doing uh, like a girls night with some ladies, uh, friends of hers that she's got. And they went to like, out, they go to Outback or wherever they want for mm-hmm. a few hours each night. Um, so yeah, I'm sure that that's exciting for her. But I'm just like, I wouldn't even want to get together with my guy friends and go to a restaurant. That just sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like just, See, oh, we, it sounds so terrible. Us ladies, we like Courtney and I are on the same page. That's exactly what I do with my friends. Like we'll go mm-hmm. out to dinner or like hang out somewhere. I think, you know, it's interesting, though, because now that I'm really thinking about it, a lot of Brian and my's me time is also very convenient for the other person. We almost try to plan it where it's like, hey, I'm going to do this, but like, I'm not putting a burden on you. For sure. Yeah. I think the only one that stands out where it's like, Joelle might be actively awake, but usually she's napping is when I go to tennis. Mm-hmm. But everything else is usually like when she's already in bed or like right. when we're already around the house. So in that way, I think we both try to be, like, super conscious of that, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a necessity. How do you respond, then, if Courtney asks for time alone? Um, I kind of wish she asked for more. Uh, obviously, I'm totally cool with taking the babies and, you know, keeping them out of her hair if she needs it. Um, I know that she doesn't take as much time as she wants, but I also know she's in that weird space still where it's like, I prefer to be at home because I'll miss you guys. If I'm out too long, curious about how the babies are doing, I'll send her a picture. And then she's like, I just want to come home right now. So mm-hmm. um, I feel like once we get out of that spot, we'll have to revisit that question. Um, yeah. But, you know, my hope for her is just to continue to ask for more if she wants. I don't feel like neither one of us really asked for too much me time mm-hmm. um, or have too much to where it's like putting too much of a burden on the other person, at least to a point where it has to be vocalized. So, um, yeah, I think it's I think it's totally fine. Yeah, for me, I 
I'm totally open when Brian asks for me time, especially if it's with friends, because he never does that. So if he's Mm -hmm. asking for that, then I know he really needs it. I will say sometimes I wish I could be more flexible. Like if he hits me with a me time and it's like, well, I would be dealing with like the after work, like school rush and I'd be all by myself and like we don't have dinner prepped. Like that starts to feel like a little like eh, not so fun. Like, why are you doing this? Um, so I wish I could be more flexible in that way and kind of like roll with the punches. But again, it's in my DNA. Like I'm just such yeah. a planner. Um, so if I'm really being truthful, I guess, and hopefully people can relate. It's like I can, I'm mediocre at asking for me time. Like I'm not good at it, but I'm not bad. Mm-hmm. But I would say that I'm probably also mediocre in supporting like Brian's me time. So unless it's like overtly convenient, I really do struggle. Mm-hmm. Um And I can own that, you know, and I'll never say no. Like I would Mm -hmm. never be that person to be like, you can't do that. Right. I would just let him know like my concerns and then he can make his decision. And Mm -hmm. I I don't like guilt him because I don't think that's healthy either. But um, yeah, I wish I could just be a little more flexible when it came to like plans and, you know, what I like expectations that I already have in my head that I didn't even know I had. Isn't that funny how that works? Yeah, it's you a get thing. so frazzled about something. You're like, I didn't even put more than two seconds of thought into this, but yet here's the <laughs> Here entire here's the opet on how I'm upset about how it didn't work yeah. out the way I wanted it to. Right, I know. Now, that happens um, to me a lot. And Courtney gets she gets upset. She's like, you just get your mind bent on something, and then when it doesn't happen, you're like, Ugh. yeah. Brian can get like that actually too, probably mm-hmm. more so than me. Um, like if he has something in his head that he's like, oh, this day was supposed to go this way, and like here we oh, are, yeah. and it, it really can like throw him you know i'm curious what the correlation for that is for us guys because that happens more so like everything you just said that like i'm picturing it traveling to her parents or going out mm-hmm. somewhere like anywhere where the logistics of something might be involved in we have a, a preparedness that we want to have and a smoothness to it maybe it's like an like you feel like it's a fail on your part or something probably um also i know i just I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting to hear that he also deals with them. Yeah. Okay. Another side topic that we'll have to talk about one day. Cause we'll that's to. really, that has to be like another, it has <laughs> to like it's something to unpack there. Yeah. Um, so do you think it's fair in relationships to expect the me time to shift depending on who needs it? Or do you think it should always be equal? For sure. Um, especially when we were in like prime time, uh, newness of baby and the demand there, like, you, you know, the new parent fog that we talk about often. Um, mm-hmm. I know that she needed it way more than I did. And a lot of times it wasn't something that I can even grant. So I felt like I was selfishly taking the time that I knew I could get, even though mm-hmm. she couldn't necessarily turn her brain off to, to decompress or relax. And even when she had those moments, she felt like she was still somewhat gearing up for the next thing in two hours or three hours, especially when you're breastfeeding and things like that. It just seems like a never ending cycle. Um, I mean, the woman lived in a bathrobe for a month, it felt like. So uh, in times like that, I feel like, I mean, it's fair all the time, but even more so than like, hey, I can see from afar that you might be struggling, whether you tell mm-hmm. it to me or not, put it, put yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it does ebb and flow. Like I, you're hitting the nail on the head for me. Like obviously the me time that I experienced was very limited compared to probably what I could leverage now, mm-hmm. you know, sure. and, and Brian probably felt like he had more than, yep. than he does now. Yeah. Or, or Maybe even he if doesn't. it wasn't more, it was like, we didn't need it as much. Right. 
Right. Yeah, that's fair. Because I was going to say, I don't even know if Brian had more. I just feel like it was different. Mm-hmm. It you definitely know? is. Like he didn't have a baby latched to his chest. But, you know, tis life. It and here life. we are. <laughs> Everything I think about now goes back to Disney too. So I keep thinking of the circle of life when I said that. And then now there's like on Disney, there's a, um, the lion guard. I've not seen that. It's a spinoff of Lion King. If you didn't piece that together, but, um, it's Simba's child who is the head of the lion guard that protects the pride lands. Is this the same one from like one and a half or two, whatever it was? I don't know. No, this. this is even different. It's a wow. show, and um, it go now. The chant in our house is "To the Pride Lands End, the Lion Guard Defend," because mm. that's what they say in the show. So <laughs> I didn't know I gave it away. <laughs> there you go, guys. Glad you joined today. It's right? been great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jay, it would not be me. If we didn't have a game. Oh, we have to. And you and know I, this. I've decided that our transition to game time is going to be like the uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse when they're all going, yeah. That's <laughs> going to start happening. That's going to okay, start happening. That's your job, Jay. You're the like mix artist, okay? Can that you make that happen? Want to play something? <laughs> um, so before I completely transition there, like I'm going to kind of like tie a bow on it as I mm-hmm. like to do. Um, and Another statement that I actually found from Health and Balance magazine that I thought really fit here is um, fitting in time for yourself is essential to do your healthy habits. So take charge of your health and happiness and you'll lower your stress, become more productive and have more energy. You may think it's all about me is selfish, but consider this other people benefit from your me time too. Mm. And so especially like as we talk about families, like the healthier you are, the more fulfilled you feel, the fuller your cup is, it's able to like flow over into those other people in your That's life. That's so true. I mean, even if, if it's not that, you know, I guess mechanical, when you really break it down, that's naturally what happens. Yeah. Un- yeah. Unconsciously, it's what happens. Um, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. This is a little different than our usual, but I actually found a really interesting article so I say, hopefully the <laughs> listeners agree. Um, but I was going to kind of like quiz you and have you guess. Oh gosh. I am not a good test taker, but we're going to hope for the best. Well, and you're just going to have to like guess out of the blue. I'm not going to give you multiple choice. You just have to guess. Like, That's even answer. worse. Right, oh, my exactly. Um, What's the letter grade to pass this class? <laughs> you know what? I don't know if there is a pass fail. It's more of just like, let's learn. You All know, right. You're Very not Miss Frizzle style. We're in your you're class for growing. like eight years. You're not growing if you're not learning. Mm, that's Change true. is constant, Jay. Change is constant. I'm going to take chances and make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very like a uh, progressive learning over here. Um, so, okay. The first subject is do families get enough me time? Is it a so, simple yes or no? Oh, okay. No, are you ready? So yes. the me time gender gap is widest for parents. What do you think the average hours of leisure time every week dads get is compared to moms? Oh, gosh. So I'm just giving you figures of hours? Yeah. I think it's uh, 
two hours to mom to uh, mom's 30 minutes. If that makes sense. So for every 30 minutes, mom gets dad has two hours. Oh, wow. Bold. It's not quite that wide. So I will tell you, dads on average get 28 hours of leisure time every week while moms get 25. Oh, yeah, that's not as wide as I thought it would be. I hmm. don't know who's getting 25 hours of leisure time. I want to know. Well, I guess it's what learn. you define as leisure. So right. if you're not actively working, if you're not actively doing chores and things like that, I guess you count sleep in there. <laughs> no. No, absolutely not yeah i don't that know goes back to my that. statement before like that's a bare necessity right du, du, du. right um okay i'm curious so, where they found that 28 hours because i want some yeah same i mean i hear you um so plus compared to dads moms spend an extra blank hours per week multitasking which usually includes juggling housework and childcare. can you guess the extra hours that mom is spending multitasking uh 10 hours? Yeah! Really? Yes! Even though I don't believe in multitasking, it's really task bundling because we can't prioritize more than one thing at one time. Human yes. mind's not that great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, yes. Whatever you pass say, with, I Pass agree it with, with flying it. colors. Yeah, that was perfect. I was not expecting you to get that one. Very proud of you, Jay. Deductive reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, this is a percentage. So X percent of spouses say they don't have enough privacy or time for themselves in their relationship. X percent of spouses. I'm going to say, I'm going to say we're in the 30 percentile. So let's go 32. 29. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Which specifically 31% of wives say they don't have enough privacy Uh, or time for themselves. I was thinking about the women. And 26 of husbands say the same thing. Yeah, I was going to say as a guy, I feel like I have, you know, as much privacy as one can have, so. Um, and then, so this kind of gets down to, like, what we consider leisure, but mm-hmm. I guess it would just really be, like, downtime, like, time you have to burn, okay? Right. So we spend X hours on leisure activities during an average day. What do you think that average hour is? I'm going to say, gosh, five or six hours. I'm thinking like cell phone usage. Like people have like, why are you making that face? (laughs) Am I right? Because you're like getting these right. Well, it just makes, it makes sense. And I was thinking because of cell phone, like I have to think about the time that I got back when I wasn't scrolling on something or watching a YouTube video, which I watched too much YouTube. I would probably have an extra three hours on my hands. Like as scary as that sounds. Yeah, I know. It is scary when you see your cell phone usage. So it's 5.25 hours. And when you break it down, it's 5.6 for men and about 4.9 for women. Okay. Yeah. Not like too far of a discrepancy there. No, no. I mean, there's only so many hours in the day. Yeah, I also think in this, I'm going to share this for everyone, but this, I love this infographic and it really brought it home for me when it talked about the kids needing me time too. Mm. And just like the, the sense of unstructured activities, like riding bikes or like just how it boosts those like little brains, you know, and kids actually learn by doing, especially Mm -hmm. at a young age, they, they learn through play. So just something in their mouth. Yeah, true. Or up their (laughs) nose, you know, little nuggets to take away. Um, so then I, I really think this, it gets down into, you know, how to get more me time. And that's why I really want to share it. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, long hours. Um, 
a lot of people like said, well, what do you think the number one thing people said is their favorite way to spend free time? Uh, their number one time? Are we counting the kids in this since you went no. on a little kid rant? Okay. No, their favorite ways. So adults' favorite ways to spend their free time. I would probably say with friends or like with other people, if that's a broad enough answer. That was two, socializing and communicating. Okay. What do you think one is? Ugh. Knowing that now. Sleeping? <laughs> I mean, a great guess. Number one is watching TV. Oh, man, who still watches TV? I guess that's where I'm an outlier because I just don't watch TV. Right. I guess I was projecting a little bit. You could probably put that into movies, though, too. I would. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense if I went with, like, reflecting on my own self. That would be number one. Yeah, and then three was sports, exercise, and recreation. So we kind of hit on all of those. I mean, we... we, Yeah, we did, between the two of us. Kind of aligns, but um, it also gives, like, you know, some alone time tricks, which I have actually started doing this this week. So it's super timely and it wasn't even because of this infographic, but I've started waking up before the rest of the house wakes up. Mm -hmm. Um, and I actually am now working out in the mornings because my day is so insane that I used to be able to sneak it in during lunch because that's actually when I thrive in a workout, like I'm awake, my body feels warm and I can like get after it. In the mornings, it takes me a while to like warm up, but if I don't do it in the morning, like I might not get to it. And then I feel like I've disappointed myself by the end of the day. Yeah. You don't want to have to face that. Right. So I've been doing it in the morning and it actually makes me feel super productive by like 8 a.m. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm so I'm barely awake mentally by 8 a.m. <laughs> oh, I know. When I texted you this morning about that quote, I was like, I hope Jalen's up. Like I'm probably really bothering so him. So I, right I went to the chiropractor. I've been going to the chiropractor, Brian didn't tell you. And I switched my appointment around from Wednesday to today. And they were like, we're only open till 10 a.m. And I was like, God, it's a Friday. I will just stick myself in the foot and go at like nine o'clock. And I'll just skip my huddle, which thankfully we didn't have one today. And by the time I got home and started doing other stuff, I was like, oh, crap. (laughs) Yeah, it gets, yeah, it's, it's definitely hard, but I will. um, So, and this is going to be like the listeners and be like, that's not even early, Kristen. And I know it probably doesn't sound early, but I'm not a morning person and I have to force myself to go to bed at a decent hour because I'm definitely a night owl. Mm -hmm. So I was waking up at like 745 working from home. It wasn't always like that, but working from home, I'd wake up at 745. Which sounds I, about right. I'd get myself together by like eight and then I'd prep her breakfast and go upstairs and get her by like 815. Yeah. Um, and now I am like setting my alarm for 645 and I'm downstairs working out by 7 a.m. Nice. We'll see how long it sticks. <laughs> But I want it to stick. Like, I'm really trying to be committed to it. Yeah. I was going to say my getting up earlier today. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry that y'all now. just came out of nowhere. It's um, kicking in it now. It is kicking in now. Um, getting in earlier, to getting up earlier today uh, to get out of the house and be somewhere at night. I was like, man, this is genuinely the earliest I've been at. I had my mom drop my cousin off uh, so he could sit in the car with the kids so I didn't have to take them inside. So, like, he was at my house at 730 and I was like, oh, why are you here at 730? so uh, yeah. yeah i mean it's yes yes the struggle yes, is just, real yeah it's all there um okay one more question and then i'll just give you little tidbits and then um i think we've given the listeners what they need with oh, any plenty. time but 
Um, okay, this is more of a did you know, but I still want you to guess. Okay. Okay. So what do you think studies at the University of Michigan found was the bigger cause of unhappy marriages than a less satisfying sex life? Repeat the question. <laughs> what? Okay. It's a did you know. So piece it together. Ready? What do you think studies at the University of Michigan found was a bigger cause of unhappy marriages than a less than satisfying sex life? Uh, time for themselves. <laughs> Privacy or me time. Isn't uh, that you interesting? Know, it, it just made sense. Right. Context I tried to make clues. that. I you tried did, to make that. You really like a, lobbed it up. I'm not gonna lie. I you did. really lobbed it up to me. So Yeah. No, I, I thought that was interesting because, you know, you've heard probably like the saying like, oh, you'll fight about like sex and finances or something like that. But it's, it's interesting when you think about it that way, that it literally says studies at the University of Michigan have found that a lack of privacy or me time is bigger cause of unhappy marriages than a less than satisfying sex life. That's crazy. Yeah. People do crave the, that small piece of individuality that you still have. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, guys, just to wrap it, you know, why we need time for ourselves, psychologists actually say that alone time reboots our brains. It helps us unwind. It improves our concentration. It makes us more productive. Mm. It gives space for self-discovery. It allows time for us to think deep inside our own brains. It helps in problem solving. And I don't know about you, but I like to be a problem solver. And it enhances our relationships. So... There's so many reasons that we need to find me time and just time for ourselves to go back to it, decompress. That's spot on. That is spot on. Yeah. So, Jay, mm-hmm. I hope everybody took a little time yes. for themselves. And if your me time is around listening to us, even more power to you. Oh, tell that me counts. about it. It counts. And I want to know that you're doing that. Like, please mm-hmm. let us know via our socials because that would make me so happy. Like, I hope we're helping you unwind at the end of the day. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I hope everybody's taking a little me time. And if not, make sure and find at least, you know, 30 minutes to fill your bucket today. Mm-hmm. Um, IMO. I think it's important. I, I double that, whatever it is. I can't even think of words right now, y'all. I'm so tired. <laughs> what is the word i i'm just i'm bothered that i can't think of words yeah. tonight which is usually not an issue i second that not double i second oh. that gosh that was so simple and i was so mad oh it's okay jay you did so great tonight um as always we always have fun talking to each other we and, do we do you know it was we'll missed. be back soon yeah so hopefully everybody took away a little bit of a nugget and that they can feel like they walked away with um We'll be asking some more polls. I've really enjoyed the polls on our Instagram. Yeah, you guys are awesome at answering this. Yeah, it's so fun to see everybody. And I, you know, I want to see what you guys are thinking too. So be sure to check them out and see how others are managing with their me time as well. So um, I guess until next time. Yep, this is Jay. And this is Chris. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. time.